from the start, it's been taking that convention experience and then putting it in the game itself. Yeah, no, we didn't see a single penny of any money donated. It's all it all goes straight to um, special effect, I believe. How did you how did you get into working for CubeCon anyways? Like, what what made mm. you wanna wanna work with them? I think the goal was to to just take that Minecon experience and just compress it into a Discord server. Exactly. Yeah. So we brought on people to essentially just log on and break as many things as they can so that we can patch it up. <laughs> Not saying I'd ever want to. But I could go to TwitchCon, yeah. go to a meet and greet, walk up to the like the person doing a meet and greet and just punch them. If you if you do have an idea of it, how exactly were people chosen for a panel or for a booth? If you're the first person to crack the code, you get the ver- the first VIP Ultra ticket. Alright lads, welcome back to Midweek MC, the part of podcast where I sit down with the amazing co-host AJX and we will for about things that happen in Minecraft this week, things about Minecraft in general or just things in general. But today we are talking about something that happened in Minecraft this week, being CubedCon. How, how are you today AJX? I'm good, thank you very much, good sir. Busy? How is yourself? Busy day? Yes, always busy, always busy. I'm away this weekend and into next week, so uh, yeah, let's try to stay on top of that. We won't be seeing you next week on the podcast. Might as well get that out of the way now, right? No, sad times, sad times. You you granted me some rest. <laughs> you're, you're, close to, you're close to failing your probation, and in seven weeks you'll oh, be calling oh, sick no. twice. <laughs> no, oh god. Bed's fine um, because I've I've somehow amazing. I get getting not just an amazing co-host, but also amazing guests when I can. And it's not just us today, Ajax. Did you know that? Did you know it's not just us today? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did know. It was crazy, right? We're joined with, with Nafe. <laughs> hello, Nafe. Ooh, hello. Thank you for having me. Let's just pretend we weren't having an amazing conversation before the podcast started. <laughs> you know, AJX had no clue you were here. <laughs> it was, I was convinced until then. All right, but I convinced you as well. Jeez. Yeah. That's just how good I was good there. <laughs> how, how are you? Nice. Did you yeah, sorry, I know I just asked, but I kind of talked over to you. How, how are you today? You, me or AJ? Nafe, Nafe, Nafe. You, you. Oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. I'm glad to be here. Been, uh, you mentioned before the podcast that you've been working today. Yeah, I do nine. Oh god, it's seven, eight, nine. I do nine thirty till six, like every weekday, and that's on top of you know like cubed, on top of my own projects, on top of like doing things like streaming here and there. So it's a lot of work. It's hard to switch off. Oh, so cubed one isn't the only thing you do then? Yeah, no, I do loads of stuff. I have a Discord that I've been running since 2016. Huh? Um, I I like I like a bit of like content every now and then. I, I stream sometimes i do youtube videos on on the occasion um i'm always doing something do you uh do you just stream predominantly minecraft or do you stream other games as well no i actually don't play much minecraft like even off stream i don't play much minecraft um i, I do a lot of just chatting streams i just kind of go live and chat to people because i know a lot of people my chat's always lighting up um and i just let the stream kind of go where it goes perfect to have you on the podcast today then so we can just waffle away right have the experience yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly by the way, I, I've said it so much today in this voice call. It's only been like 20 minutes. Um, I say waffle a lot and I don't ever mean it in a bad way. It's just how I how I speak. So <laughs> Yeah, no, it's totally fine. It's a London thing. It's a London thing. Yeah, you'd know. Because, you know, us two are from <laughs> London, you know, just only us yeah. two though, right? <laughs> <laughs> Inside jokes that uh, the viewers have no clue about. Great. Pay up, pay up indeed. But today, we, we've brought you on the podcast to talk about CubedCon, which I always feel quite bad bringing a guest on and not really talking to them about themselves, but that's more of an inside MC thing. Today, we are strictly keeping it to CubedCon. I just thought I'd ask that kind of to get an that's idea totally of who fine. you are. Uh, but 
before we do get into talking about that, I know we've kind of already spoken about it, but just a little bit more to the point. Would you like to give a little introduction of yourself, who you are, what you do, better than me turning around and being like, yeah, this is Nate from KubeCon. <laughs> yeah, so basically, um, I'm Nath, I'm 23, I'm in London, and I do a load of social media, community management stuff. Um, I started by doing a Discord server since 2016, that's still going. Um, then I joined a company out in America who make uh, a game called Tower Unite. I was their community manager for a year. Oh, cool. Um, then I joined Cubed uh, in 2020, and I've been there ever since, and now I just kind of do that. Um, I have a job in real life, um, and I just do a lot of things at once, and it's a lot. When did you When did you join Cubed, sorry? I, I missed that part. I joined right, uh, well, not right at the end. It was August 2020, I think. Oh, 2020. Okay, yeah. that was before just Cube before Q 2020. 2020. Yeah, yeah, just before. Yeah. Does Does Cube always happen in uh, October? I think so. I've only like I'd only I've only attended like twenty Q twenty fourteen I think maybe twenty fifteen. Then I kind of forgot for a few years, <laughs> and then I came back in twenty twenty. Um, and all the ones that I've been to have been um like at the end of the year, Friday to Sunday. No, oh, but this time it's in October. Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm pretty sure like last year it might have been October Novemberish, but it's always around that time. Was you gonna say that's interesting? Well, I was gonna say that's interesting that you kind of followed the how popular Minecraft was at the time with how much you've been involved with cube yeah exactly i was there for the peak and then i came back for the resurgence <laughs> oh yeah that's cool i like that <laughs> see i only i only just found out about cube like two weeks ago i had i had how did you find out about it um through i believe it was through channel 64 smp actually oh uh, cool they were one of the uh i think they had a, one of the halls they had a booth yes and i think they had a panel maybe i'm not sure i can't remember there were um, a lot of panels over that weekend <laughs> i had uh, i had binish on the podcast their podcast came out so we're recording on a wednesday their podcast came out last friday uh, and they're in nice. Channel 64 SMP. Uh, so I, I followed Binish on Twitter and then they must have retweeted up just because I followed them. Channel 64 SMP popped up on my page like, we're attending CubedCon. So I said, okay, I'll look at CubedCon. Saw the tickets for free and I was like, oh crap, this is actually like really, really cool. So I attended on, I took time out of my day on a Saturday to to attend. I mean, I say took time oh, out of so my awesome. day. I mean, I'm going to a convention this Sunday and I'm going to a convention in two weeks. Like, it's not really taking nice. time out of my day. I treated it like a real life convention. But you, you get what like, yeah. I found time to be able to go kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's great. Right, that is one of the biggest advantages of going of like cubed as a whole and it's one of the reasons why it was made in the first place um it started in 2012 with the name minecon server edition and the goal was you know minecon is a massive event the tickets are really expensive the flights the hotels are really expensive yeah and you have to take time off work whereas with cubed you just log into a Minecraft server and you meet everyone you've got basically the same experience you know there's panels there's booths to go to there's activities there's things to do there's people to meet so it was it's from the start it's been taking that convention experience and then putting it in the game itself it's also cross-platform so both java and bedrock gets experience it. it's not just limited to java edition you don't just have to have a java edition account like xbox players can log on exactly and it's also free it's free to claim yeah, a ticket yeah. and you can you can join you can walk around and then if you do decide to go for a vip ticket um of which there are three tiers the, the proceeds from that go to a wonderful charity called special effects so it's all for a good cause is it always special effects yes it, i think it hasn't i don't think it's been special effect from the beginning but for the last good few years it's been special effect well i find it interesting that it's in the like middle of all the conventions this you, you know year we got twitchcon coming up and then you had um 
uh, VidCon the week before. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is, is that designed to be that way? I'm not in charge of the actual timing of it, so I can't I can't say. And it's been like that like since I joined. So I, I actually don't know the logic behind why it's set around that time. But okay. I, my guess is that it is set like that on purpose because it, you know people are in that con mood. Yeah, yeah. You see people on social media who go to TwitchCon and think, oh, I want to go to a con. And then you see KubeCon. It's like perfect timing. That's my guess. But I can't say for sure if that's you know on purpose or if that's the reason. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. That's a good question, though. It's a bit like... So I, I, can, I guess to kind of link to that, uh, for instance, this Sunday, I'm going to EGX. It's at DXL. Oh, nice. London. Uh, it's not hard for me to get there, so I go there. And then, not next weekend, but the weekend after, I'm going to Comic-Con on a Saturday. Uh, so, like, I, I'm not... But this isn't in, like, a, a rude way. And me saying it isn't in a rude way makes it sound that way, but hear me out. I, like, going to KubeCon <laughs> was essentially like a, a teaser or, like, a, a startup or... A, what, what would be the yeah. word I'm trying to look for here? It'd be like... It's like a... To get the hype going. There we go. You know, yeah, It's so like a prep for it, yeah. Prep. There we go. Like, going to that convention, it's like... So, because I'm obviously waiting to go to EGS and when to go into Comic-Con which I'm really excited for I saw mm. and, and the only reason I, I'm, I'm not saying I was excited for KubeCon is because honestly I didn't know about it until like a week beforehand so I can't I can't be excited for something I've only just found out about but yeah, during that week I was excited does that make sense? Yeah um, it makes loads of sense so like so like that was essentially kind of the hype build and, and KubeCon was so cool by the way like I just want to get this out there it thank you big big props to you and the entire team I was there for the for the ending uh, I mean I, I, I didn't really get too much of a chance to listen to the panels I did listen to the withering effect podcast panel uh because it's, it's a podcast i'm interested in podcasts especially like minecraft mm. ones and kubecon was actually the reason i found out about that podcast as well so oh you know, that's awesome and uh, i'm now uh friends with the owners on discord wherever anything will come from that i'm not sure yet uh but that's like, awesome and it's all through kubecon i took like i, I mentioned to you before the podcast began i, I made like a, i had like a twitter thread i didn't have loads on it. it had like a screenshot of me being at kubecon and then a screenshot mm. of me in front of the channel 64 smp booth the withering effect booth and uh like like a bear like they had like a hashtag uh like cubed bear uh, and i think i was the Aww. only one who tweeted it i bet it's all like in a, in a thread it was it was really really cool so yeah, that's awesome. That's again, that's like what Cubed is all about. It's about bringing people together, and you know, no, no matter how far apart people are, people can still come together. They can get screenshots. They can get pictures together, and that, that's the beauty of it. Like, there, are, I've seen so many screenshots this weekend on social media, and it just makes me so happy to see it all. Can I ask, how does that like help the server? Because obviously, I saw all of the insane orbits and stuff, and then I, along with that, I saw um, Carter, uh, who's a friend of ours, um, completing the parkour. So. It, is it so good for it uh, its attention and so on especially in marketing you'll know how much just other people looking at stuff can help massively I quickly just add something yeah. before you answer that just link into the question here sorry for instance, like I'm not saying it's because of me, but I think it was. Like I saw like someone called the Shiny Dude. Um, I was in a call with someone called Vera. Uh, someone else uh, wasn't in call with them, but another viewer of mine, Salad the Real. They were like all joined like KubeCon because of me, as far as I'm aware. And then like I think Kalen was on it in the parkour. And I think Carter mm. joined because of Kalen. A few other people joined because of Kalen. And like so, like kind of to add to like is to show that it has benefited. Like that's it's not loads, but that's still five players from two stems kind of thing. But yeah, sorry, I just wanted to add to that before you answered the question. Yeah, no, I. I love how many like connections people make through cubes. I've made loads myself. I've met loads of streamers who have introduced me to their communities and vice versa. And that's one of my favorite things about it. It's how many people come together and how many people make connections. It's it's such a good platform where you could people can find the convention, they have a look around the booths, and they find all these content creators, all these servers, all these communities. Um, and as someone who you know works in social media, works in community management, and grows communities for a living, it's it's something I'm I'm so like in love with and so. Passionate 
passionate about. Oh uh, yeah, that's like awesome. That's a good answer. You're full of good questions you. today, AJX. Big respect. <laughs> <laughs> and this yeah. is your, more your field of expertise anyway, is talking to the head of marketing, you know? Uh, hell yes, hell yes. <laughs> you know what so you're talking bit, about. Yes, I, I, I just, I, I love the, I, I loved Carter's, um, tweet uh where he just completes the parkour like it's nothing and i know that <laughs> i could never i could never yeah there was a lot of parkour this year like it's, i'm i'm glad to see it because it, it was a very big theme this year which is very interesting uh duh, duh. i i'm i'm a bro what made me so angry about the parkour is player collision it was i was i was like in a, <laughs> i was in a voice call um and i was just like i hate this player collision it's annoying me i can't like every time i went to do a jump someone just pushed me off and i'm like <sighs> Uh, yeah. Is there, is there any I chance just, you guys yeah, can classic. turn that off? <laughs> I have no idea. I actually don't know like the ins and outs of Minecraft as a game that well. Like I know all the basics. I can play survival and stuff like that. But like the ins and outs of running a server and all the plugins and mods and stuff, I don't really know that well. You keep my my, my my yeah exactly. My expertise is primarily in marketing, community management, knowing you know product management as well a little bit. That's where I really shine. And you clearly do a good job of it. I mean, you're here today. Thank you. Know, <laughs> being on the inside of the podcast. Is a big, uh, is a big reward. True. Like, what was it? What? Not reward. A big, big achievement. Achievement. There yeah, we yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, going straight on my website, straight on the CV. Maybe even the Twitter bio. Oh, honestly, do it. You won't. <laughs> <laughs> I just you watch. Apply for a job in a CV. I was on the Inside MC podcast. <laughs> Yo, we've got to hire this guy. To be fair, I am like, I, I'm not obviously as pro as you guys are, but I have become a bit decent with marketing. I mean, AJ, actually, kind of see, it. I'm becoming a bit self-taught with because the podcast. I'm always looking for ways to kind of promote the podcast constantly uh, so mm. you know i've become i've become a bit self-taught with i mean and obviously once again not nothing yeah. on your guys's level i can i'm never gonna claim that i'm like a pro here but i am becoming better in my own in my opinion at least anyways yeah i mean the the great thing about running communities and, st- and social media is that there are so many people trying to do the same thing that you can pick up like what works with some people and what doesn't work with some people so like one thing i've i've kind of perfected over the past like 10 or so years is looking at someone's online presence and looking at you know a, a brand from a from a marketing perspective and then mentally taking notes of okay what are they doing well like what can we learn from this that's helped me a lot and i feel like if anyone else can pull that off that will help them a lot it's also about what they're doing wrong as well like i'm i won't say what and it's not just podcast specific it's in general but i've looked at a few things i'm like yeah that just isn't like i i'm not once again not aiming i'm an expert but i look at i'm like that isn't doing well like that isn't gonna do well kind yeah of thing, if that makes sense yeah no you're, you're absolutely right i i like doing like i like looking at things and seeing how they work so for example one of the biggest things from like a part of my job in the run up to cube was to promote the event through special guests so i'm thinking about okay what if a special guest we have a graphic for when they announce them we ping them in the tree we hope that they share it on their social so it, we get to their um their kind of circle mm. and then we have a link below that directs them straight to the tickets so i'm thinking like multiple steps ahead like okay how do we go from let's say someone in a content creator's audience is scrolling through their twitter they see a tweet from the content creator they like and they find out about keep through that like how can we optimize that how do we make sure that people actually turn up that's exactly um, how i did with channel 64 smp I, yeah. I saw the retweet i saw that there were tickets in the description i instantly exactly. the site instead of going hunting for myself you provided it for me yeah exactly and that's all like prepared well in advance like we have a massive figma file full of all the social graphics um we use 
um, like social media scheduling software to you know pencil everything in across Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Um, we'd even like to look at TikTok next year, but we just didn't have the time for it this year. So there's always like things we're trying to iterate on and trying to get better because at the end of the day, it's a charity event and we're trying to raise as much money as possible. And this year, our efforts clearly worked because we raised um, over 10k for the first time ever. So we're very happy with that. Oh yeah, that's amazing. That's such Thank a wonderful you. thing. I can't take all the credit, obviously. It's there's so many people behind the scenes that kind of feed into it um, but you know on behalf of the cube team thank you well yeah all of you have just done incredible work and you know it's it, it's got an important cause around it as well so yeah that's amazing yeah i don't know if you guys saw the um the outro or like the closing ceremony but we had everyone in the my God server like lined up on the stage and there were like 20 30 40 people that work behind the scenes it's it's crazy how many people actually feed into it that's because we've got like people now go ahead no 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 carry on carry on no, no, sorry. i was gonna say like we've got people at the, at the top who like have, like manage the event as the whole we have developers we have moderators we have head moderators we have people in marketing like me um we have like all sorts of people people who work behind the scenes and you know there's there's people we we collaborate with like sponsors people like Rata Studios who make the Nox Squad game show there are so many like interlocking interconnected things that make Cubed happen and not one person can take the credit for it uh that was what I was like partially touching on earlier I kind of started talking about it and kind of swayed because I had a question was uh that like I was I was there when I was talking about being there for the um do you know when I mentioned about being there for the uh, Withering Effect podcast I also like partially yeah. said it but didn't finish the sentence I was also there for the closing ceremony as well nice yeah, I think I did pick that up. <laughs> That's a, okay. Um, no, yeah, no, yeah, the, the, the opening ceremony, ceremony was great. The closing ceremony yeah, yeah. was like a little bit delayed as well. I think it was like 20 minutes delayed. Like yeah, we were... So this year, we were in a real-life office for the first time. I saw well, that, Well, not yeah. the first time, but the first time in a long time. Um, I think over the cube, the history of Cube, we've had like an actual real-life office like a small handful of times, like maybe two or three, but don't start me on that. And yeah, so we had a lot of extra challenges this year that we had to get around, like setting up PCs, making sure that all the tech worked, we had like proper dslr cameras that we had to like set up and operate um and so we did as as best as we could to to plan around it but obviously with the amount of moving parts that cubed has we can't hit everything perfectly and we did our best and i think we still pulled it off pretty well considering you know the amount of money we raised and the amount of things we got done but yeah there there are a lot of challenges this year do you know what's a crazy achievement as well and i give props for is the fact that you've reached ten thousand for the first ever time yeah but you've raised more money now than you did during covid yeah that's that's one of the things that like blows us away i think 2020 for us was a year where we kind of looked at cubed and we decided to go in a different direction with it it was the perfect opportunity because obviously with covid everyone was inside and people miss that kind of social interaction that you had at cons and so 2020 was the perfect kind of storm to to do the con and to to go really big with it and that was the year i joined so it was perfect timing really (laughs) um and finally enough the the map for that year was based on the xl which is where agx is um that's where i'm going (laughs) so yeah so we we kind of tied that in perfectly and everything kind of lined up and um i think 2020 donation like the donation total at the end of 2020 onwards has just kind of skyrocketed is it, I mean, it's a yeah. convention inside Minecraft. Oh, little play on words. Sorry, say that again? It's, it's a podcast inside Minecraft. It's a little play yeah. on word. Though. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. There's there's so much, like, going on, man. It's crazy. Gonna I was just going to once again say how huge it is and, like, how, like, the fact it's for such a good cause and 
that all your you guys are like putting in time and effort like i can't imagine obviously you're on the marketing team but i can't imagine stuff like even making the server how long it takes and, yeah it's you it know is building ridiculous. and so on because all yeah. the stuff that i saw was just out of out of this world it's it's crazy i obviously i can't take much credit for it but there are there are so many people on the on the like the dev team and the management who have poured so many of their personal like free time into this project and that's another thing i've really respect about the team is that none of us are paid a single penny this is all something we do for free oh, just because it's yeah. for, for a good for a good cause and it's for charity and it's also just fun like i, I love it every single year it's the highlight of my year is that, um, that was the question like, i was gonna ask as well like about like profits. go ahead that isn't just like i mean you've already answered already that you don't get paid which i, I had a feeling it was all volunteer but i just that didn't want to ask like if like, anyone yeah no paid. we didn't see a single penny of any money donated it's all it all goes straight to um special effect i believe um we have like the store so you get a ticket and it goes to the store and there's a donation tracker in um the official cube server there's a channel that logs every kind of donation that goes through um so we're very transparent about that oh yeah it's uh, yeah that's that's amazing that you all do so much work and yeah i there's so much that goes into it from marketing of course and then the building of it and then i can't imagine when when do you like start as a team to go okay what do we properly planning the next one. Oh, that's such a good question um i can't give a concrete date because it does vary every year yeah of course. but i think if i had to guess i think the the ramp up for q 2023 this year started around like march april so it has been like genuine about half a year in the in the works and half there are so many year. like little things that we need to consider yeah so like everything from what plugins did we use do we have new features um for example the um what's it called the autograph book was a new feature this year um the hotel rooms was a big new feature this year all of those took so much like personal free time and there's also like lots of little things that you never consider like the music that you hear on stream um our founder Techon said he spent months like perfecting just finding all the music he could on the music library we use um just so that he that he, gets, he gets the vibe just right and i think he knocked it out of the park you're knocked out of the park park I think uh, like, you. when you say about I can't take all the credit, I think just for the sake of it, you can take all the credit for the CubedCon team. Do you know what I mean? Like not you Percy, but whenever like we compliment your compliment like thing, we are talking to the entirety of the CubedCon team, yeah. not just like you specifically. Yeah, obviously, unless it's something you specifically done, whenever like <laughs> whenever you can take credit for something, take credit on a whole for everyone because our, our like compliments and everything are directed at you and your to and the entire team. Sorry, so yeah, yeah, that's that's okay. I like I've said it before, but I, I'll be I'll say it again like everything that we do is very collaborative we're always in voice chats and working together and like like working across teams like i focus on marketing but then i speak to someone else who focuses on guests and i speak to someone else who focuses on like um in-game development i speak to someone else who works on the website everyone has their own role and so it's very collaborative there's a lot of back and forth and it, it wouldn't be cubed without it uh, i do want to ask as well which i you know which which i i'm surprised we haven't asked yet ajax in all honesty because you've been chatting away is uh, how did you how did you get into working for Cubedcon anyways? Like what, what made you want to want to work with them? Yeah, it's a good question. Um basically I left my job um in 2020 um and I just had a bunch of free time and I was like, I wonder what Cubed is up to. Because I first found Cubed in 2014, back when Minecraft was at its peak. Um I think a friend told me through Skype or something back in the day. In the and day. <laughs> 
Yeah, back in the day, the, the fun doll days. And I I think I just like randomly remembered, oh yeah, Cuba sort of thing, right? So I, I looked it up and I looked at the website and I saw it was all completely different. Um, And I saw that the next event was like a couple weeks away. So I just, I looked at the website and I checked if like staff applications were open. And I told them about my experience working with um, Power Unite. I told them about my experience running a Discord for, at that time, it would have been uh, four years. So yeah, I guess they liked what they saw. And I ended up on the staff team. Um, I think I, I started out just doing social media. This year especially, I've started kind of branching out and just doing anything I can. Like all the graphics you, you saw on stream for the intermission, I designed those. I didn't actually Jeez. make them function. That was someone else, but I designed those. I also did some, obviously, on-stream stuff. Like I sat down with, with George and Callum and did some stream segments. Um, what else did I do? I made the trailer for this year. I threw the, tra oh, the trailer cool. together in about two days. Um, what else did I do? Loads of stuff. I helped out with the Knock Squad game show. I was Blue Hatbot. <laughs> there was there are a lot of things that I helped <laughs> out with. So I, I'm, yeah, yeah I, I sound like I'm trying to flex or something, but it's just well, the point I'm really making mean. is that like there are lots of different things. There are lots of different things that need doing at Cube. There are so many like moving parts, and I just this year I tried to help out with as many as I could. In not... fact, today I've been working on the YouTube channel. Sure, sorry to get you off. No, no, um, no, you, you can't. Even now, like I'm still working on the YouTube channel, even though it's what Wednesday today, like after Cube. I mean, it's still open, um, though, right? Cube is still open. Yeah, it's week. still open till Sunday. Um, but I'm still like working behind the scenes on on stuff like graphics i'm currently working on like exporting every single segment and of which there are a lot um and put like making a thumbnail for them changing the thumbnail slightly so it looks a bit varied and putting it all on youtube it's a very long and lengthy process but it's one of many uh, cubes <laughs> I, I just wanted to touch back on like the whole flex thing i mean it's it's literally your podcast and it's what i say to everyone i've i have brought you on to talk about you if the, if that's like partial flexing it'd be boring if you didn't do that do you get like you know like if you didn't <laughs> yeah. talk about everything you've done if you didn't talk like what's the point of you being on the podcast if you're not going to talk about you or what you've done etc you know i mean yeah, if, if that was the I case guess. me and ajx would just record about kubecon ourselves we just talk about our experience <laughs> yeah. kubecon you know there's a reason yeah. we've brought you on and it's for you to in quotation marks do the flexing <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. also, you're, you're awesome <laughs> That's what I'm thank you. You're very cool. <laughs> you deserve it thank you thank you so much yeah it's it's i just feel bad that like i feel like i'm taking credit even though i'm not because there <laughs> are so many people who work on different the entirety bits. of kubecon though like you are like right now you're taking because we can't bring everyone on kubecon on right we can't bring all 30 yeah. of you or 40 of you or however many to sit on the podcast right now yeah. it'd be chaotic uh so yeah. like just uh, you're here right now to take credit and to talk about the entirety of kubecon and i'm sure the entire mm. team knows that right now you're speaking on the behalf of everybody rather than just yourself you're, you're talking yeah, about your I individual am. achievements but that's because mm. it's you on the podcast like you're allowed you're allowed to do that because we brought you on as a guest it's the same way if we brought i mean like okay so obviously as you're aware i originally messaged paul about coming on yeah uh, um, yep. which they then directed me towards you but like mm -hmm. you know same way if we brought paul on or if we brought someone else on they'd talk about what they've done individually but then talk about the team as well it's, it's what you're, like, you're allowed to yeah. you know so we know what you've done on kubecon yeah i'll try and keep that in mind <laughs> so, i i am curious though as well like how comes you how comes you agreed to come on is that part of the whole marketing thing like no, no, it's not a bad thing if it is but like is that part yeah of the no whole it's marketing, i mean where'd that come from i just i think it's just interesting to talk about there isn't really much to market anymore because the event's basically over like donations yeah, are still open but the big drive to you know oh come to the convention here's the ip come to our panels come to our events that's all over for the until from you know until this time next year it's all i think it's just interesting because as as i've said already there's so much going on at cube especially behind the scenes that people just don't see and so i think this is a great opportunity to kind of let people know like what goes on behind the scenes how it all comes together yeah, exactly and we get and then 
then like on that you also get to talk about what you've done behind the scenes and kind of credit yourself because you deserve it as well as the rest of the team you all deserve the credit you get you know thank you yeah i guess so yeah i, I have a question that you might not know the answer to um Go which, for it. Wait, I mean, right. but I, i'll ask anyways in case they've told you <laughs> uh, yeah. do you have any clue why kubecon originated in the first place yeah, so Cubed started off as Minecon Server Edition, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah, yeah. And I think the goal was to, to just take that Minecon experience and just compress it into a Discord server. Um, don't cite me on this, but I've heard that the first ever like official Minecon was literally just a big Minecraft server. And so I think we wanted to do that same kind of thing, but every year instead of just a once-off event. Mm. And fun- like, luckily enough, we were visited by like some big names back in the day. Like, I think the very first uh, Minecon server edition which is what the, like the previous version of cube well, was when did it change names again sorry i think it was 2015 but okay. i'm not 100 sure of course um there's a website there's a page on the website where you can see all the all the history and all the lore um but the first ever like minecon server edition in 2012 in the littlewoods somehow came across and joined the server and made a video on it okay. and that's kind of part of how we ended up kind of gaining steam and you know getting getting more and more people in that's cool is it is he the biggest person that's been on cute that's a good I think question you've had noxi and avondale on the um nox not squad game show yeah we've had a few people i think back in the day like 24 14, 15, we had um, people like Ant Venom and um, Beijing Canadian or maybe like those kind of people, like Team Crafted kind of people. But I, I, I wasn't, I don't know if I was there for that, so I can't say for sure if, if, if those are the actual names. But if you look at the CubedCon YouTube channel and sort by all this, you can see like there are videos where we announce the guests and they are some pretty big names. Like Bebop Vox was another one. Ever, cool. ever had stampy long nose <laughs> yeah we haven't we haven't had stampy long nose but maybe next year <laughs> i mean you, you, well, I, maybe even inside mc as well yeah <laughs> the, biggest, the biggest guest of them all right us two <laughs> yeah plenty <laughs> upwards from here only up i get i get told all the time that i sound like stampy so it's like <laughs> i've ironic. actually seen many of his videos it's just ironic that uh orbits brings up that and then says about <laughs> us being on it oh bro, bro I, yeah. I forgot to mention this before AJ. it's a soft topic i actually heard uh, at work today i heard someone who like sounded exactly like you and i've never turned my head quicker really <laughs> like, oh, i knew it wasn't cool. you i knew it wasn't you aj so it just sounded exactly <laughs> like you <laughs> so one day one day it will be me <laughs> <laughs> is that a threat yeah right there it sounds like someday be at my job <laughs> oh god kind of <laughs> all right let's get into let's get into talking a bit more about this cubed con specifically then rather than like the whole history and let's how it all it. works etc so um uh, i did a bit of research on the site beforehand just so i could have like oh they're not any specific questions it's more just base questions and for like you to build on etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm. uh so i saw like one thing and it was about like a donation or like a, a sponsorship for getting the convention named after yourself or something like that like the logo yes. at the front would be named after yourself i i believed it was called cubescon did no one did no one take that up or, or am i just am i just remembering wrong so the way it works i don't think we went ahead with it this year but we definitely did in previous years oh, is that instead of changing the name of the whole event you get to change the name of the actual Major. convention center yeah yeah um and i think the outdoor stage was another one um so if you want you could call it you know the uh the nath uh stage or something like that or you could call it the AJX stage or the Orbit stage or something like that. Instead of like instead of na- renaming the entire convention, 
it's more you name a stage or you name a part of the map. Oh, that's cool. I thought I saw like the convention center that you could like you could thingy like donate a certain amount to get like the actual convention center oh, where you walk oh, okay. into. It, it might like... be yeah, it might be like the actual like center itself. You know how like um for example the EGX this year is at the XL center. It'd be, be like that I think where you yeah. get to name the XL after yourself or whatever you want to do rather than cube that. itself. I thought I thought I, I thought... don't think I don't know if we went ahead with it this year due to time constraints, but I'm not entirely sure. Oh, I I just know that if Orbits wins the lottery, it's going to be called the Orbit Center every single time. <laughs> no, it'd be called Inside <laughs> MC. Why would I call it Orbit? Ah, I'd call go. it Inside the MC. Inside oh, MC Orbit Center sounds like cool. That. That's why. That's, what, that's yeah, the only reason. Yeah, I'd call it the Inside MC Center. <laughs> <laughs> same, same, yeah, way, same way I said it to the guests last week. I said, like, if uh, if I ever win the lottery, there was a DM owner of MCSR rank. I was like, if I ever win the lottery, best believe, like, I'm promoting Inside MC only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That would be a good return on investment. If you get people to like, you're like, oh my god, I'm at the Inside MC Convention Center today, and it's all for charity. That's, that'd, that'd, that'd be good. Yeah, and it's all for charity, exactly. So it's a win, no matter what. Exactly. Uh, is there any reason why uh, you guys go specifically with that charity? Um, I, think I don't know why it was picked specifically. Okay. Um, I don't know if it was spe- picked specifically. I wasn't around when it was chosen, but I think we just really love the work they do, um, and I feel like it's relevant. Um, for context, Special Effect is the charity that we fundraise for primarily, and they specialize in making games more accessible to people who um, can't use their hands or feet uh, normally like most of us can, I believe. Um, and so in one of their videos that they've done um, that we run as ads, I think, one of the things they do is they have a, a game of Minecraft, except they have an eye tracker sensor thing That's and cool. you can look at a certain part of the screen and that'll like make you step forward or that make you punch a tree or make you you know hit a button or something. And so I felt like that was, that was chosen because it was relevant and it's something we can all, you know, we, we can all appreciate yeah do you have any uh, any other questions ajx well i i, I just think uh, the fact that it's again all for charity <laughs> is mind-blowing because there's so as you said there's so many of you and you know all the hard work you've especially done this year how does it how did it feel um sent the sense of accomplishment this year because you raised so much and it was such a success how does a that feel and, and taking it on to the next one i mean for me personally um i'm i'm really happy with how it came out i think the the production went really well um we we're already looking at inter- like internally like what was what was good what can we do again and what needs work we're already like looking at what can we fix and make next year even better um but in terms of like how accomplished i feel i i'm quite a big stats guy obviously as someone who works in marketing so i've already looked yeah. at the socials and um last year we hit 103,000 tweet impressions which is good that's a big number um but i, f- I feel like we could have done better so this year we did 160,000 oh, so i'm very really? happy with that and that was kind of the moment i was like wow okay damn <laughs> we did pretty decent this year that's the 55 percent increase um the amount of followers we got in the like 28 days running up to queued was 181 which is an increase of 6.4 percent so still that's going massive. up and obviously the biggest number of all is how much we raised last year we raised i think seven thousand one hundred and four dollars and this year we're not even finished counting yet but it's well over a thousand ten thousand dollars so we're super super happy with that um and I think the biggest feeling that the team is feeling right now is like we put so much more effort this year traveling to an office you know setting up pcs building a set from scratch and all of that paid off because we raised so much more money than last year and we we're all very happy with how the production came through even if there were you know rough bits around the edges like the server crashing or um stream 
into the stream being late. I'm still really, really happy with how it came out. It can be a I mean, little bit not to like, be. messy, but still. Well, not, not messy. Like, it can have problems but still be amazing. Like, nothing's perfect. Exactly. Yeah, no, I. It, it's just the nature of it because you go from having a Minecraft server where you've got about five people on max and you're testing with, like, a couple people and then you open the floodgates and, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people connected to the server at once and then you've got to work out, okay, how are we doing in terms of RAM? Are there any features that are breaking? Are people escaping? the map somehow like there are so many things that can go wrong that we just don't catch and i i'm very happy with how that turned out this year because this year we we started uh i say hiring we brought on a um what's the word a like oh. a testing team oh, oh like um, testers, there's a word yeah. for it i'm not thinking it's just testers so uh, i think that's what it's called like a qa tester words. yeah oh, so we brought people on yeah exactly yeah so we brought on people to essentially just log on and break as many things as they can so that we can patch it up um and that i think that worked very well in our favor uh, we were kind of ahead of a lot of the issues this year whereas in previous events we've not had qa at all so when everyone comes on things are already broken and we just don't know about them yet and so we have like you know the entire weekend where we're just focusing so hard and fixing all these big issues so that's that's one thing we're very happy with in links to like stats etc and it's, it's it's completely fine if you don't want to share this is uh yeah. and it's also like a it's also a twitter question from toxable so i will give them credit for this uh there's mm. what was the peak player count slash total player count i also want to add to that what was the average player count so, that's a good question so, so average peak and total so i'm not going to give the uh, an exact number for the like amount of unique players but we do have those numbers um reason being is because we're really happy with them and i don't think it's a good metric to to judge by there's so many factors at play and mm. part of our job is to make sure that people log on they walk around and they experience everything that they can so that all of the things that we work on whether it's you know the hotels the features the autographs the the booths the panels all of that we want people to stay on the server instead of logging on and then immediately leaving um and so we've had on our stream overlay we've had like live updating statistics that show um how many people are online at any given moment and we were expecting you know maybe like 100 maybe 200 and the peak that we had which was on the friday night right as we launched was 262 that was the peak that we had all at once and we're very happy with that considering that it's a worldwide event and so the amount of people playing is going to fluctuate a lot as different time zones come out yeah for example 7 p.m that's 7 p.m in our time whereas in america especially if you're on the west coast which is the best possible possible scenario here that's only what like 2 p.m so people are still at school, people are still at work. It's not anywhere close to peak time out in America. So those numbers are always going to fluctuate. It's just mm. the same way if you look for any popular game on Steam, you'll see like the average player count every day. It goes all the way up for like the EU peak time and then it dips a bit and then it goes up again for the US peak time and then it goes down again. So overall, like the like concurrent player count is a number we definitely keep on like keep in mind but it's not something we base any judgments on um it's so peak player count know, really. is yeah of course yeah it's totally fine we had we had the the, the like ex exact player count live on the stream as well we had a dashboard where uh, like on our intermission screen you can see the amount of booths people have visited um the amount of diamonds given to our hotels and we had the amount of players online on that as well so yeah 262 was the peak um but in terms of unique players which is you know people that logged on walked around then logged off again like everyone who logged in that's in the thousands and oh, yeah. we're super happy with that considering it's a free event and you know it was free to claim a ticket and it was still behind that ticket barrier we're really happy with the numbers this year yeah and so especially well. 
I think because Minecraft is sort of waning as well, that is such like a massive number. As well as this yeah. weekend, you know, there's a lot of lot of things occurring as well. Uh, exactly, they could have you know taken away from it that to still have such a huge number and then to get such a huge donation goal, which is is the main thing. Exactly. Um, is is really wonderful thank you and another thing we've been looking at is how many players like log in for the first time and how many people come back after each day because again we want to make sure that people don't just log on and they immediately leave we want to make sure that people log on and they see other people they socialize you know they they meet other people and from our numbers it looks like that's exactly what happened because we're looking at hundreds of people who have returned each day instead of just logging on on the friday when everything opens and then just never coming back so that tells us like okay people are enjoying the features enough to lo open the game again log in again and walk around and see that there's things to do so again that's another thing we're so happy with i mean i went so how mine worked was did weren't there on a friday because i was busy friday night and like a lot of my time goes towards editing the podcast somehow i have everything edited for the podcast everything absolutely done up until this recording which is great i'm never i'm never like this i'm always like spreading <laughs> out over days but um so like I, like I said, in not taking time out of my day, but I, I stopped editing and stuff like that so I could go to KubeCon. Uh, uh, my girlfriend was working, so I went with one of my mods, Small Clo. She was actually in the background of the Channel 64 SMP picture. I don't think anyone actually noticed, oh, wow. which was funny. Nice. Uh, but so uh, we ended up going just because she was free. And then um, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So I went on a Saturday. I walked around, made sure to visit every single booth so I could get XP for, for I believe I was on <laughs> Blue Team. So they got Blue nice. Team. And... Uh, um, we we I, we we went around. We went to all of them. We went to like visit the panels. I spent about an hour on the boat race game trying to get a PB. I think my fastest time was like fifty five seconds in the end. Which I mean, yeah. I'll take. That was solid. And um and then I didn't go back after that because like I how I it's like same with conventions, same with EGX on Sunday and Comic Con. I only go for one day because in in my own opinion, and this is for absolutely every convention because I only went to TwitchCon for one day. TwitchCon might be different if it's if it's in a different country, it'll be different. But like yeah. mm, events that I can go to just for one day, I don't see the point of going back for a second day because nothing changes. Obviously, there's more panels yeah. on and stuff like that. But I mean, I watched the I watched the Nox and Nox team or not Nox team Nox um Nox Squad Nox Squad. Sorry, I watched their like game mode through uh the kubecon twitch i also i also yeah. watched it's equals piggles pov so i had both up on the same time uh, i was there for nice. the withering podcast but i watched that on their youtube channel and the kubecon twitch so like i had it up supporting but i wasn't at the convention physically myself but on the sunday i was still there kind of thing you know but in the background yeah 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 that's the that's the beauty of it again like you don't have to travel you don't have to book tickets you can literally hop on and hop off anytime you want and, and it's I always have going. to be there to still experience it i was busy on exactly editing but i could still have it up on my second monitor and listen to it exactly that's the that's the beauty of it and not many not many conventions i don't, I don't think really any conventions do that to be honest you know, i mean minecraft live technically but like twitchcon you don't have really have streams of the panels you have to be there to experience the panel yeah which is crazy to think about because it's twitch you think they're streamer right i mean i guess it's also just like exclusive to Twitch, whereas KubeCon can be a bit more open with it, I guess, because it's also... Yeah, like, it makes game. sense. Yeah, it makes sense, but... Yeah, it is, weird. it is weird if you ask me. I mean, you um, guys were averaging over 100 viewers on Twitch as well, which is crazy. Like, at every single point I was in the stream, it was always over 100. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We Again, that's another thing, like, we're looking at in terms of numbers. We're super happy with, like, all the numbers we've had back. Um, and Twitch is another one of them. Like, um, I hosted the pub quiz on Friday night. Uh, uh, I think it started at, like, midnight. And even then, like, there were loads of people that were in chat that were, like, playing along. I think there were about 50, maybe even 60 people that were playing along in this, like, a live interactive quiz that i just set up oh, so yeah. that was like that was something i was really happy about 
just seeing like people like chat light up whenever I ask a question, I just see the chat move real quick. It's it's a great feeling. Do you have anything to add, Ajax? Or could... I was gonna say I love I love pub quizzes in events like in conventions. So the fact you actually had one as well. Um, <laughs> did you did you play? No, no, unfortunately not. But that would have been. Oh, it's okay. I love. I, yeah, I just love when in actual conventions there's pub quizzes. So that would have been amazing. Yeah, I love me some trivia. Um, if you do want to relive the trivia, it's all on YouTube on on if you just type in such cute convention. It'll all come up. Um, I By the time this podcast goes out, hopefully I'll have all the VODs on YouTube just all preserved so you can go back and kind of relive, you know, all the panels, all the events, all the streams. Um, and the pub quiz is already out. So if you want to go watch that and just experience what it was like, go ahead. Um, but I'll summarize it. Basically, it was me and um, another one of the staff members, Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. We were just, yeah, we were just sat on uh, on, a, on a sofa in the cubed uh, studio. I had a little Chromebook in front of me and I was just pushing the next question button every now and then. <laughs> and there was like an overlay you could click on that um like you could click on the stream itself and that's how you played along and um like answered the question and people got really like interactive with it people people seem to look forward to it year after year like we did it last year and i got like glowing feedback from it so i'm glad people came back this year and, and really enjoyed it did, uh, get anything? yes the winner got um i think it was vip ultra and then the top three i think it might be top five i think it was top three um all got hotel rooms of some sort i believe (laughs) yeah hotel rooms were a big new feature this year as well the hotel seems really really cool i didn't i didn't get to experience it but it did look really really sick yeah even i didn't get to experience most of the con to be honest i was so busy running around the office doing lots of bits on stream whether it's like Mm -hmm. hosting a panel at the actual pc or like running at the production side in the background um happened out of the north world game show pretty much took out my entire sunday afternoon there was was a lot going on and i actually didn't get much time to run around the convention and play the game i mean yeah i can imagine you you were super busy doing other things unfortunately yeah it's okay though I, I i'm glad i did it because you know i i feel like i'm a i'm, I'm i like to help out with things yes yeah that's uh, and well i i'm going to go back and watch that and see if i would have won a hotel room <laughs> thank you <laughs> good I luck i do want to mention by the way just for the viewers in case it wasn't obvious already uh, when this podcast is coming out kubecon would have finished for this year when we say it's still up for the rest of the week we are speaking from the time of recording it uh when we say it ends on sunday we mean the sunday after just before this podcast came out however next october if if you are interested in this convention and i will i will most likely still be interested i mean i, I will be still be interested in this convention <laughs> if you follow like the podcast or anything or even just my main because that's why i tweeted it the most uh who knows you might you inside mc might have a booth or i might have might have a stage it, it depends because i'm always really like Ooh. i'm always really weary about stages because i mean firstly i have to be accepted i'm talking on behalf of just assuming you guys go yeah you can get a stage yeah but i'm also really wary about stages i always have been like doing live performances because like i don't want to do one unless the podcast is in a place where people are going to be there and listen if that makes sense like i don't want to it's not this isn't directed at anyone at all because everyone everyone's stages were amazing i think i listened to the uh km kmth i believe their name is uh their q yeah i was there for their q a and stuff but like i'm always just in my own head it's even with live streams now i just don't like i just don't want to do like a live podcast unless i know people are going to be there it's like it's like how people won't release much unless they know people are going to buy yeah no i'm the exact same way i i that's something i've struggled with like doing streams on the side and like my advice is to just like give it a shot if you if you haven't a clear indication that people are interested and they will be there just just give it a shot because if you don't know like if you don't try you won't know and the payout could be huge 
like relate i can relate to it as well because this uh i think it was april um i did a charity stream and i've not wanted it i've not like i've been too scared to do a charity stream for a long time because i'm scared i'll, I'll do it and i'll hype it up and then no one will actually donate yeah but i did it and we raised over a thousand pounds so I, I feel like the payout is huge if you can get over that anxiety of it um i mean i did it with but i mean you, you said earlier like the cube youtube uh, twitch channel already always had a like 100 views so i think it's a pretty safe bet to assume that people will, will turn up and stuff i mean it's not even that it's more just like my viewership because right now the podcast is on a very good but like a very steady but also like a big big increase like every single month i'm seeing more subscribers i'm seeing more watch time i'm seeing more viewership like it's constantly nice. constantly going up which is really really cool to see but i just want to mm. i'd like to be in a place next year with the podcast where like it get where I'd, it's, it's not it's more not more the worry of people showing up it's more like i just want to be in a place where it's it's, it's a good enough time wherever it be next cube con or wherever it be in three years i like the perfect point where i will be, bring a big amount of traction to the event i know that's like not always what you care about and i i mean yeah. like because you, you you know you let people same way i bring people on the podcast who i find interesting who i think would be good guests it's more just along the lines of it just for myself personally i would love to be able to just do a panel at the perfect time where i'd bring a crap ton of like traction towards the event you know and yeah. at a time where i'm ready to I, do it that's very nice of you yeah i i mean uh, like i said earlier i think it's just worth a go because even if um even if you don't get accepted for any any kind of reason like at least you still tried mm. that's my like my personal advice just exactly give it a shot because i feel like the payoff is huge and if you don't do it you won't know how big the payoff will be at all exactly i mean i'm apl- I'm, a, I'm gonna apply for a booth I mean, the booths are quite cool. I nice. think I am gonna I am gonna try to get one. Uh, obviously this year it was way too late. <laughs> I found out a week before the bloody event. Um, yeah, but I'd like to get one for like Inside M Zero because I mean it worked for like for instance the withering effect. Like I've talked about them multiple times on this podcast, and I found and I had no clue that podcast existed until KubeCon. Yeah, same here. Exactly. So, so it's all about finding stuff and all that kind of jazz, and that's why that's why KubeCon is so cool because you could TP to the booths as well. Like I, I walked around a little bit, but in the end I was like I want to visit every single booth and i don't want to miss any in the end i just started mm. tping to them so i made sure not to miss a booth because <laughs> like in real life it's a bit easier to track whereas or in minecraft i don't know i don't know i just find it a bit harder to track like the booths yeah so i ended up just tping to them in the end but still got to experience it the same way you know i found out about like a club penguin server i obviously found out like called bear build they they had a booth just about build, build a bear which is cool um i yeah, saw that all that kind of jazz so. yeah that's that's another like thing i love about the, the event is that it's a great place to promote yourself and there was a lot of that like this year and it's it's all part of like the community building like so many people coming together and then so many people meeting and getting to know each other and that's part of why i love it such a good community as well thank you something that so we're going to move into questions that you might not be too this is out of your area of marketing so i'm not sure if you're going to be able to answer any of these but i'm going to ask them anyways we'll see the first one is going to be about the guests. So that whole system to me was a bit, I I, I find it a bit confusing. Uh, for instance, so I, I was there for, I'm not going to say for who, but I was like there watching one of the meet and greets because I was kind of just curious to see how it worked. Uh, yeah. Essentially, people were queuing up and they were having their conversation in game chat. Is it not yeah. possible to maybe one day like do it as like a stage call where like you have a Discord stage call for a meet and greet and people are in the stage call and when it's their turn to thought they raise their hand and get accepted or like, I, once again, I'm not sure if you're going to be 
able to answer how this because it's not your area um but like how comes it was how comes it was in the format it was in of like walking up typing in chat taking a screenshot and kind of leaving why, why was it like that that's a really good question i've ne never actually thought about it that way um yeah i wasn't in charge of the meet and greets but i'll do my best to kind of answer my guess as to why it's set up like that is because first of all you get a screenshot but second of all we can't really moderate uh what people say in a voice channel like if a special guest comes on and then someone queues up to to meet them they could say whatever they want and we can't really do anything except serve and meet them when it's already too late yeah. so whereas in game like... you've got the chat and we have a chat like filter that we can you know deal with and we can filter out things before they even get sent to anyone isn't that also just a bit like in person for instance like you're like not saying i'd ever want to but i could go to twitchcon yeah. go to a meet and greet walk up to the like the person did a meet and greet and just punch them like you yeah, can't I stop mean, me into it too and i guess like i guess obviously you can turn around and be like best in minecraft for a reason so we can moderate it but like still i mean because because i i can tell you try to make it as realistic as possible i could see that and it's true but mm. is this just a case of you just want to make sure it's a bit more moderated yeah i guess so it's all like cubed itself is completely family friendly so we want to make sure that everything is as family friendly as possible and during the event our moderators have so much things to do so many like things to go around and moderate and take care of so i would imagine that it was done so that people like moderators have less things to worry about yes, and sir. it's just easier for everyone involved like some people might have want to have their mic set up and it's all timed so that everyone has um the same amount of time with each other oh so it's I, timed. I guess it's oh, i didn't know that yeah I, I believe so don't stop me on that but i believe that you get a certain amount of time right, yeah. um and so like if if someone's trying to fix their mic the whole time and then the time's up it's it's kind of sucks right mm -hmm. so i think it's just also just keeping it simple and keeping it in minecraft because i believe the the system for meet and greets is all like automated through um like some kind of plugin and adding oh, Discord cool. to that would make it a lot more difficult because you'd have to link your Discord to your to your Minecraft account, and then that's immediately like way more difficult for most people um, because they might have to like click a link and then link their Discord, and then it's a whole thing. Oh, just but, quickly, yeah. uh, just a quick question that you'll probably have a quick answer to is uh, mm. how exactly does the whole chat thing work then? Because say there's two meeting groups going on at the same time, is it like yeah, are the chats like limited to each person? Because I could see I could see the meeting group chats. I wasn't in the line; I was standing like in the corner. But I could see yeah. like the entire conversation, which wasn't a bad thing. But like, you know, say like there's two meeting groups going on at the same time. How exactly does, does that kind of work? Yeah, that's a good question. I actually don't have an answer because I never actually got to go to any of the meeting greets at all. Ah. <laughs> I didn't have time for it. Um, but it's okay. I I we do have the functionality for chat bubbles where you walk into a certain area and then your chat is exclusively uh, with people that are in that area. That answers the question I don't, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we used it for meeting greets though, so that would be a good shout for next I think year. you we did didn't use it. I think I think you used it for like the area of meet and greets, but not the specific. Because oh, okay. I mean, like I, I just didn't know it was all automated. I thought mods were just TPing people, and that's that's quite cool. That whole AI, thing. not AI, like the, yeah. Um... I could be wrong. I was again, I wasn't there, so I can't like guarantee that, that it was set up like that. But I believe the way it was supposed to work is that there's a like a thing that moderators do, and it, it's it all kind of automated. Right. From watching it, it does because I, I kind I kind of just watched it for the sake of the podcast, you know, to learn. Yeah, cool. Well, apart from insane orbits wanting to. Uh spark out twitch streamers um, <laughs> um, i was gonna <laughs> no i liked it um i was gonna ask is it something that in the event you're constantly thinking about what what can we do to improve this is it a thing where it's like okay we'll put this to next year or we want to do it now and so on that's a great question. We're actually already on that. Um, immediately oh. after the event ended, we made a thread in our staff Discord channel and we're already kind of like everyone involved is is talking about what works this year and what can we move forward to next year. 
what didn't work and what should we leave this year like leave behind and what still needs work and there, there are so many things that we've kind of picked out and said okay this worked this didn't work and maybe it needs some work and then this didn't work and we need to you know throw it out and not do it again and just rework it we're already on top of that that's awesome yeah. just constant innovation and so on exactly and that's something exactly. i like to do myself as well i like to just iterate and learn over time um you can see it in the social posts if you look over the previous years they've kind of changed format here and there yeah um like for example we used to use 16 by 9 graphics um just because there was more space but this year we use square graphics because we're on instagram as well and square graphics work better on instagram and twitter because they take up more screen real estate yes to i mean i say add-ons that it's actually just a completely different topic and unless you have anything else to mention about that Nif or aj any questions no that's pretty much it no no uh so once again another area that you might not be able to answer to the fullest but i just want to ask it anyways how like i touched on earlier about uh, having a booth and having a panel once again i mean i'm just saying this it doesn't mean it's going to happen by the way like lads mm. like you know for the viewer it hasn't happened and i won't even be able to apply <laughs> to next year and who knows i might not even apply so i might be busy or whatever uh mm. but if you if you do have an idea of it how exactly were people chosen for a panel or for a booth like what, what yeah was that's the, a good like, question kind of, right, not even criteria just like what made you say okay we will yeah you can but not you or not you but like yeah. the person who was choosing so i wasn't directly in charge of this so i can't say for sure like i can't give an exact source but my understanding is that the point of the um the guests and the panels and all of that was that we wanted to benefit as many people as we can in the Minecraft community as a whole we want to make sure that you know everything everyone that comes on can provide value instead of you know just plugging themselves or mm-hmm. um just like not really having any concise kind of thing that's going on um for example a lot of people that came on this year they had like complete presentations all set up and ready to go um and that's something we we're really happy with and we want to kind of encourage for next year um whereas I, i'm not going to name names and to be honest i wouldn't be able to remember them anyway <laughs> but um we had we did have a few applications where it was just people trying to plug themselves and it's for their own benefit and that's exactly what we want to avoid because again keep just for everyone and we want to make sure that the panels and everything like that benefits everyone instead of just not themselves yeah 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 that's, that's definitely that's, that's the best thing to do i think well, I mean, yeah and again... you'll see like if you look over the if you look over the panels that we've had this year a lot of them are very like educational one of my favorites was um there was a panel about filmmaking in minecraft where i saw that yeah um, a couple people came on and they've made like full-on videos and movies um or adaptions of them in minecraft through replay mod and they talk about how they use replay mod they talk about composition they talk about cinematography and how they apply all of that to minecraft and that's knowledge that i would imagine like 90 percent of people at least had no idea about so that's a perfect example of like things we want to encourage and things we want to see like, what can you teach the the Minecraft community as a whole? What what value can you provide to everyone? Yeah, what, what are you bringing to the convention? Exactly. I mean, I, I they're getting so much free promotion in this podcast, but it's just the perfect example. <laughs> it's the withering effect once again. Uh, <laughs> is uh, like, for instance, their panel was talking about the Minecraft mob vote. Like that was that was beneficial because it like it, it wasn't beneficial per se, but it made sense. Like it was talking about rather than just talking about themselves or promoting their podcast, they were talking about the Minecraft mob vote. They were talking about all this other stuff like. It, exactly it's, 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 it's relevant general, which i mean yeah it's relevant and it's something everyone can kind of hop in and, and join the conversation on which with a little bit of promotion 
then is uh, is that's going to be next week's podcast. By the way, for anyone listening to this, next week's podcast will be about <laughs> Minecraft Live and the Minecraft mod vote. Uh, won't be with <laughs> games or Nafe, sadly, but it still hopefully will be a good podcast. I mean, you know, but it'll be it'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, there's, I'm sure there's lots to talk about. I've actually not had a proper look at the Minecraft mod vote. I've just not had time for it. Just been too busy with Cubed. I mean, which is understandable. Exactly. Like, you're very busy with Cubed. So that's what I'm going to judge. Exactly. Like you have been. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've been extremely busy, and there's there's so many moving parts that I've tried to help out with. Um, things that I've had to really kind of rush, like the the trailer, I wasn't able to do because the map wasn't ready for um, until like a few days before, and then I had a tiny little gap between the map being ready and then the event itself to actually get the trailer like filmed, edited, timed, animated, all you know published. So that was a big kind of like crunch moment for me, but it's fine. It's something I volunteered to do myself like it wasn't assigned to me it wasn't like nave do the trailer right now it was more like oh yeah sure i'll step in and help with the trailer um it's you know it's, it's something we all do for fun and like there's no there's no kind of crunch there's no kind of str- like there is stress but there's no like you have to do that right now you know it's all it's all very casual and very like collaborative people are all here for each other it's uh, yeah i just I, it's just such a it's so cool to hear it as well like yes yeah, that's why that's why i asked you to come on or i mean i asked paul to come on and then i said to paul like please i want someone on the podcast and <laughs> Fortunate enough, they turn to you, which once again, I, I am so grateful for you coming on, by the way. Uh, it's so Thank much, you, that's fun. It's so much better being able to talk to you about CubedCon than just that kind of Ajax and I waffling away about it. Because obviously, yeah, no, we still do a good takes on it, but it's nice hearing it from you. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm glad to be here. It's a really cool convention. <laughs> Thank you. Th- thanks for having me as well. Like I said earlier, but it's great to provide some transparency into all the moving parts behind Cube, behind the scenes. Because like, if you just watch the stream or if you just join the Minecraft server, you don't really see most of it. We get to hear like, I mean, we haven't touched on every aspect, but that's because there's so much to touch on. If there's we so many. Touch on every aspect, yeah. It'd be a six, seven hour podcast. And I am not ed- yeah. editing that. No, no. <laughs> Especially not by next Wednesday. <laughs> you know? It's yeah, like, exactly. Good luck. Uh, yeah, but this, is, this has been an alright podcast has been moderate we let's say all right it's been a great podcast but you know you get what i mean like it's been moderate amount of time when i get a jazz and we've touched on yeah. absolutely everything yeah it's a lot to talk about with, with that though i don't i don't i don't know if i have many more questions really because obviously a lot of it is like we've kind of touched on the marketing and everything which is your area of expertise we have touched on other stuff as well but it's not all stuff you can fully answer unless you have anything mm. that we haven't brought up that you think could be cool to talk about i have a couple questions for you guys oh oh, oh i'm <laughs> curious as to like <laughs> This yeah, has never I mean, happened to you on a podcast before, ever. No one has ever asked me a question. Like, you know, I think I've, I've been asked a Aww. question, yeah, but no one's ever flipped the flipped the stage. I've been actually waiting for this day to happen. So this is perfect. Yeah, I was surprised. <laughs> <that's nice. laughs> um, on, please. So I want to, as someone who like is very public facing and is kind of on the front lines for working with the community and working for the guests and stuff like that. I'm. I always like to listen and see what people think. So I'd like to know what do you guys like about Cute? What were your favorite parts? Do you want to go first, Ajax, or should I? You go first. You go first, Kate. So... I, I like the thing is mine is so general like I don't really have like this was amazing like, I don't have like mm. a favorite part as in like yeah this is what stood out to me I think it was just it was just cool like I mean the, the, obviously the Nox the Nox uh, oh god why do I keep forgetting the second part I'm so Nox sorry it's okay it's the Nox Squad game show Nox Squad game show I said it earlier <laughs> I said it earlier in the podcast I remember that now all of a sudden I just forget uh, the Nox Squad game mode was also really like was really cool I think partially also because Piggles was in it and, and, and I know Piggles and they've been on the mm. podcast as well uh, <laughs> I, I like the idea 
idea of just like all the all like the boot. I, I, I know. I just I like the idea of it being a convention inside Minecraft. Like mm. it's also just partially funny to say because the the podcast is called Inside Minecraft. <laughs> but like yeah, was, yeah, I'm, literally. Like, That's I just, kind I just of what like, I was thinking as well. I just like the whole concept of like I can walk around. I can I can visit booths. Like I can. It, it's cross platform, so like both Bedrock and Java get the chance to experience it. I I enjoyed the boat racing a lot. It was a cool aspect. I mean, I wasn't. I I didn't do any of the racing because they were like thirty minutes in between, which is I I feel like mm. was a bit bit of a long time uh yeah but like i i kind of understood it for the whole like people trying to lead the board grind it was a bit easier but it being five minutes but like you know i just i just enjoyed the whole concept of being able to visit booths i found out like a lot of things for example once again the withering podcast <laughs> like you know i found out about them it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's just being able to visit a convention that isn't like i mean once again like you've mentioned and it's the whole idea of it is if the fact it was it was convenient to be able to go to the convention from my own home i was able to sit on my on my chair like, i was, I was, able, I was able to go with Chloe who like I lives I'm, as far as I'm aware pretty far away from it so like being able to you know go to a convention together because you know we, mm. we talk a decent amount was, was a cool concept and obviously if my girlfriend didn't have mm. work I would have went with her and it's just like all that kind of jazz yeah, it's, I don't know it's just it's just, it's just the, I just love the concept I just love the idea of panels I mean it's also you know, I'm, I'm, you know, it, it's, it has potential to grow into like a massive event. Like it was already a massive convention. Don't get me wrong, but it can always get bigger. Everything can always get bigger, right? And you know, yeah, this yeah, I, marketing. but it's just, I, like, I am. I'm like I, 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 my pretty much my job is to make sure the cube is the biggest event ever, and I think I paid off this year. <laughs> I think it works. Yeah, exactly. And it's just the idea of being able to give, like, you know, I'm not saying I'm gonna, I'm gonna name them just because I, because it's not a bad for like KTMH, for example. Like, I'm not saying they're a smaller creator, but they had, they were a guest, they had a meet and greet, they had a panel, they were in the Knock Squad game show. Like, they like giving promotion to in quotation marks the smaller, like, I, like the withering effect. They have like 200 subscribers, for example. Like, you didn't turn yeah. them. Away way because that you didn't turn them away from having their own panel because they had 200 subscribers you let them have a panel because you knew exactly it like them it's, and the event like it, it's just exactly a nice like it's, it's a value you bring yeah it's, it's again it's like it's not based on your numbers it's not based on how famous you are it's about it's about are you a good fit for us are you a good fit for the minecraft community and not you know can you provide some some value you know some knowledge some some insight into things you might not know and, and that's exactly what the podcast is like ajx obviously this isn't an insult yeah it's not exactly like your, your famous creator but i still ask <laughs> you to be the co-host mid the biggest singular MCC creator. I mean, like, for instance, like, <laughs> I'm not, I won't say names for this one, but I bought a lot of, like, I, when I, when I invite people on the podcast, um, would it be announced? It would have been announced by now. When it, like, for instance, oh, yeah, I won't say the name, actually. There's someone I invited on the podcast who will be announced on Friday, the last Friday. I won't say because I don't want to leak it to you, know, if it, not that you'd care too much, but like, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but like, for instance, my message then was like, I bring on people who I find interesting. I, I'm not inviting them because they have a lot of subscribers or a lot of followers. I'm inviting yeah. them on because I want, I think they're an interesting creator. So. Yeah, that's what makes us a good, makes a good podcast. Exactly. So, and that's why I want, I want to bring people on who I find it interesting, big or small, not just because they're larger creators. Yeah. So going back to the question of like, what's your favorite thing about? Cube? Oh yeah, sorry. Did we get? Did we get an answer for everyone? I mean, I kind uh, of, I kind of gave my answer. Yeah, it was just everything really. Well, I was gonna add. Yeah. I just like how much you've gone into it. Like adding the hotels. That's such a genius thing. The fact you're Thank just you. constantly making it feel more and more like an actual convention. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love that sense. And as always said, 
you know people friends can join up even if it's a distance you know it's it's a genius idea and you know when you don't actually have minecon anymore and stuff like that it it makes a world of difference yeah exactly that's that's exactly what we're trying to do we're trying to fill that gap where you can't go to a minecraft convention but you still really want that experience cube is exactly that and that's what we're happy to do i also just realized we haven't talked about the arg I, did you guys hear about the arg by any chance the alternate no. reality no um kind of yeah so basically to announce cubed back in i think it was june-ish um, we did what's called an ARG, which is basically like a series of puzzles that lead to some kind of prize at the end. Okay. A bunch of codes you have to crack if 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 you want to call it that. Um, long story short, it's we tweeted a bunch of QR codes from the official Cubed account. Um, you scan it and you get a bunch of screenshots of the convention. And then mm. in the chat, there's a bunch of codes. If you type those codes in, it leads to a Discord server. In the Discord server, there's another clue, then then another clue, another clue, another clue, and eventually, if you're the first person to crack the code, you get the the first VIP Ultra ticket. That's how we kind of hyped up the the um the announcement for Q2023, and that was something that I kind of led. That's so so cool. if you want to see what that's about, um, there was a panel I think they do where they talked about how they cracked all the all the puzzles and like how it all works. So I highly recommend like if you want a good insight into how much work goes into building the hype for Cubes and how much like passion and love we put into it, I think that's a great example. That's, that's so awesome. cool. Jeez, I didn't know. I didn't did not know about that. <laughs> yeah, this was like this was months and months and months ago and it was like during the 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 cycle where like the hype hasn't really started to build yet so it was really just like a thing for the really dedicated side of the cube community and yeah people actually like even during the the content drought that is you know november through to like june-ish people still found it interesting they still got really invested in it they still tried really hard to crack the code and that's just again more proof that the 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 cube community is something that we're really proud of did you finish your answer aj no the yeah that's I, I just think it's amazing what you guys are doing and, Thank and you. It, it all being for charity again I, I hate to bring it up again but uh yeah that's that's the main thing for me is such a uh, inspiring or inspiring thing thank you yeah it's all just a, a you know a, a movement for good did you have any other awesome. questions Nate, for us you said you had a few or was it just that um if i had more questions i've probably forgotten them oh, <laughs> there's no, nothing no. in my head right now um uh, well I, I guess i could ask like what could we change was there anything that what would like that stood out to you guys that could use improvement I think you could be as honest as you want as well. Okay, so I'm I'm pretty sure this is a feature you probably have to had have. Sorry, but if you don't, then I'd like it. I don't like how when I walk through different like sections, it puts me into a new server. I'm not yes. sure if you have to have to have that because of bedrock. But like every time like I walked into like the meeting, oh, was it because of the chats? I don't know. But every time I walked into like the meeting group stuff, it like TP me in it. It wasn't a big yeah. deal. Like it didn't really affect me. It's just just I, it's a little thing. I'm nitpicking because I'm I'm sure you'd yeah, no, that's totally nitpicks. fine. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very valid. So the reason why it's like that is because of a thing called sh server sharding where essentially the one big cube server is a whole bunch of smaller servers that all connect together so when you step over a certain line you get teleported into a server that is dedicated to the stage and when you step into the meet and greet you get teleported into a server that's specifically for the meet and greet it's all set up like that specifically because if we have one big server that's handling everyone all over the map, there is a massive amount of overhead with like the amount of work the, the server needs to do. And if we divide them all into smaller separate servers, we get around that. And over overall, we end up with a lot less lag. Now, it has been like set up in different ways in the past with a thing called ghosting, where like you get assigned to a random server. 
and then you can see everyone but they're not actually there they're in a different like kind of like a mirror of that server that's something that is very like hit and miss and it's worked sometimes sometimes it doesn't work and i think due to the the unique set of problems that we've had this year that's just how it kind of played out there was a lot of like last minute stress and last minute like things that we had to plan and it was the best we could do this year to ensure like there was the least amount of lag possible and that's just how it kind of played out fair enough i, think, I feel like yeah it, it might might be different next year we might have a different setup it all depends on you know what plugins we have available and how our developers kind of you know set everything up it's there's so many like factors to it yeah i guess another thing as well is that i'm not sure if it's because they just didn't pay for signs or whatever but like a few of the booths uh, it'd be like click this sign to go to my youtube and when i clicked it like the link it just didn't work like some of the booths obviously yeah. when i right clicked them the link worked but then people would be like click this and then it just didn't work i'm not sure if that's because they didn't i think you had to pay for links i'm not sure if they just didn't pay for it or what but like uh, I, I wouldn't see the point of them saying click this link and then it just doesn't take you anywhere so yeah i would imagine that would be an issue with how like the the server was set up you'll notice like the closer you look there are a lot of like like small issues that we kind of deal with every cubed again it's another one of those things where in testing it all works fine but then as soon as you put it onto the actual official main server things just kind of don't work and that's just something out of our control but we try our best to kind of curb yeah and um i would imagine those people did pay for the signs it's just that we weren't able to um get them fixed but i'm sure we did eventually fix them i just oh, yeah. can't say for sure it's it's something completely out of my control and now it's their saturday morning 10 a.m so i will still pray early into the event yeah I'm, i can almost guarantee our developers were fast asleep at that point <laughs> i also um there was also wasn't a a um schedule for sunday on the website yes so the reason for that is because the schedule was still kind of moving around and i was in charge of the schedule so i'll take the blame for that one <laughs> um the reason being is because primarily we focused on using discord's events feature this year that's what because I um mainly because it plays it like it's in a central place where people already are and the times on it synchronized to everyone so like we don't have to worry about time zones and time conversions um, and all that yeah um but yeah the reason for that is because things were still moving around and i made the graph from scratch like all the lines all the boxes i was were things i'm making in figma and it's it was very difficult to like move things around and slot a new panel in if there was a new panel but that's that's actually something i've already noted like we would like the schedule to be finalized and set in stone a little bit earlier so we have more time to get the schedule graphics ready get them on the website get them on discord um that's something we're already working on improving for next year yeah i mean i'm very like i'm very nitpicking because i can't think of anything major that i didn't like at all so it was all yeah like, no that's totally fine little nitpicks. But it's just little things that just you know just quality of life changes i guess if you if you want yeah exactly but yeah I, no uh, we want to we want to hear like all the all the all the problems whether they're big or whether they're small just so we can we can plan around them and make next year's the best we can because of course you want to make the event as close to as close to realistic as you as you can right so i guess like yeah. my, my suggestion for that is is it with the whole schedule thing like you don't really see the, like the likes of twitch gone changing the schedule last minute you know Which yeah, I know, once yeah again, you can you can turn like it's completely reasonable to turn around and be like yeah but it's a minecraft convention because it is like that is reasonable but mm. it's also just a case of i'm sure you guys want to make it as realistic as you can you know yeah, of course. It's, 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 I, I completely agree. And I think the main reason is because there are so many moving parts with like, you know, this year we had a physical stream setup we had to work out and plan. And that meant that if it took too long to set up a PC, um, then everything else got pushed back and then we had to make the entire graphic again. Like there are so many moving parts and a lot of them are out of our control. If we run into tech issues, we can't do the panel at the same time. So we have to push it back. And then, you know, we now have to update the graphic and then update the internal like thing where yeah. it shows what events happening in game. Like it's all very multi-level and there's a lot to it. 
Um, but yeah, that is a very, very valid criticism, and it's something we definitely want to fix. Yeah, I feel like there's also something else I had, but if it comes back to me, I can always just message you anyways. I'm sure, I hope, yeah, anyways, you're not just going to remove me once the pod goes <laughs> No, of course not. <laughs> just, yeah, no, I've got loads of people on Discord. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I have so many people added on Discord, and I don't even know half of them, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, any any criticisms from yourself, Ajax? Or? No, 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 I, I think you, you did it just, just there. Oh, also, play a collision for the parkour. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. Turn that off, please, if you can. Sorry. Is this specifically the um the parkour in the middle of the venue where you have that knockback stick? No, no. Um, in in like the actual parkour that if you complete it, there's five dollars donated to charity. Oh like, yeah, that was that was part of Russ's booth. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm I'm like I don't know Minecraft that well, so I don't know if that's something we can fix. You well, too. I mean, you know, if you the can, it's just a and stuff. anyways. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. But it's just, yeah, every time I made, went to make a jump, like someone jump up and push me up, and I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that would, that would, that would, that would annoy me too. Don't worry, I, I totally see that. But yeah, I think, I think that pretty much covers covers everything now. Unless there's nice. once again uh, any other questions or anything else you wanted to talk about, I think, I think we've covered pretty much everything to promote KubeCon as much as we can here. Yeah, no, I think that's that's pretty much it. Um, other than other than that, just thanks for having me and thank you for taking such a big interest in Cubed. I instantly got hooked on it. I said, I, 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 I'm not sure if you remember HX, but I messaged you and I was just like, KubeCon is this weekend. We're recording with Nathan Saturday. We're recording with somebody from KubeCon on Wednesday. Like, I'm going to make sure we get someone on oh, from yeah. KubeCon. Yeah, yeah, I did. I ended up getting you on, Nave. So, I'm, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm so happy. I'm sure every, anyone would have been amazing, but I am glad we got to talk to you because you are, you know, you're a good speaker, you're confident. It's all that kind of jazz. Like, it was, it was a really nice podcast. Thank so. you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's I'm kind of like the front lines. I'm, you know, I'm, I respond to all the tweets and I'm, I'm, you know, always in the Discord trying to do things. Like, I was the guy that was responsible for pinging hundreds of people multiple times. So, <laughs> <laughs> just kind of out myself for that. <laughs> and you retweeted the podcast on the Twitter account. Let's go. Yeah, you on my main, on my main as well, my personal. Exactly. I wasn't really expecting that, in all honesty. So I'm, I'm grateful That's for that. Right. Too, thank you. Yeah, no, it's just part of like the you know trying to make connections happen. You know. Yeah, exactly. I guess exactly. then. Before we wrap up the podcast, Nave, before I do the outro, uh, I would like uh, myself and AJX would like to give you this opportunity to promote yourself. Like, you can do both yourself and KubedCon, uh, anything, obviously within reason, please. <laughs> uh, but, like, yeah. promote anything <laughs> regarding you or KubedCon, you know, like, where can we find both? Where where can we, you know, like, what else? What to, I mean, if there's anything to expect from KubedCon next year, if there's anything big that you'd like to hint at, all that kind of jazz, everything you can kind of be wrapped into one part here. Thank you. Yeah, well, we don't have any concrete plans for cube next year because we are working on some bits but we haven't made any solid plans yet especially in terms of date or you know what it's going to look like um but you can find us all year round at kubecon.com and um i think we're cube convention on all socials i think it's kubecon on twitter and then cube convention on instagram and on facebook it doesn't matter because you can just pick any name but yeah that's that's cubed and then me personally i am nath uh, my username on everything is this isn't nath i know it's confusing <laughs> um but yeah i'm, I'm most active on twitter so if you want to get hold of me you'll see what i'm up to just check my twitter and then that will have links to everything else there we go and then awesome. uh when when that's does it. the when does the charity the donations stop that's a good point so I, th- I believe the the final um like day when everything wraps up when the server closes and the, the donation is like starting to be counted is sunday so oh, sunday okay. the the thing closes so i guess it'll be out by then um yeah, the event closes Sunday, and then we'll start counting out, count, counting the uh, the total amount raised 
from then on and hopefully we'll have it as soon as we as soon as we can we'll keep an eye out for the kubecon twitter then i mean do you guys tweet all year round or is it only when kubecon's about or like hyping up the event we try to but we've found that if we tweet too much uh, like during the, the that long period where we have that no works, actual content yeah. to talk about it and it's just filler then people don't really re- re- like respond to it very well so we we often usually just go pretty much radio silent during that one during that you know half year or so of just total radio silence um and that's again mainly just because we want to keep our followers and not post anything too irrelevant and honestly it's just hard to come up with things to talk about <laughs> when you know there's no cube date there's no cube trailers no cubes um announcements there's no guests there's no maps it's just hard to come up with anything so yeah there's just no really not much much point tweeting until we have things to talk about well lads set a mark in your calendar for september 2024 uh, because at that <laughs> point there should start being hype for kubecon 2024 assuming it's in october again so just yeah so you don't forget about it do it now right now like right pick your phone up right now set a calendar <laughs> or wherever you can kubecon just set it for the first of september check the kubecon <laughs> twitter okay that's the do that yeah or follow them i'd also recommend checking the discord we'll probably discord ping everyone well. when q 2024 is announced so join the discord i think it's oh, just yeah. discord.gg4 slash kubecon i think you can find that on the kubecon website which if i remember yeah it'll be on the website below, if not then just search up kubecon on google and you'll find us so. exactly that's the best way to find us yeah, I think, I think that I think we've covered everything. This has been an amazing podcast. Thank you so much, once one. I know I, I know we've we've been hyping you up. We've been your little hype men this entire podcast. But <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, no worries. For on. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor. And thank you as always, AGX, for being an amazing co-host as per usual. Uh, thank you for being an amazing host. Insane. This. this has been <laughs> midweek MC. Everything you need to know about the convention inside Minecraft. Thank you all for watching. Stay safe. Don't eat too much bread. Pieces.